watch the video version of podcast on our YouTube channel. The link is in the description and the section about the podcast. Hello everyone, my name is Strange, and today I want to share with you a piece of my daily information retrieval life. I think you've already noticed that my web of useful data search is very extensive, and you are not far from the truth. Most often you, my subscribers, send your stories. Sometimes people come to me in professions that are more hidden from human eyes, and somewhere, but less often, my acquaintances in the service come to me. The truth is that not everything in this life comes for free. And I just want to tell you about one such case. A month ago, my former colleague called me. And we had a very interesting conversation. Hello, Strange. I know you're not particularly happy about my call, but I think you might be interested in my information. Oh, Stephen, I haven't heard from you in a while. The last time you asked for about 3,000 bucks for those documents about Trump. I don't even know if I should be happy about your call or not. I think you can be happy. Yes, this time, I'm going to need money again for what I'm going to give you. Oh, I don't doubt it. It doesn't happen otherwise, right? That's right. You have to pay for everything in this life. Well, regarding my proposal, I managed to pull out a recording of the interrogation of a person who came into contact with aliens. Are you crazy? I wondered aloud. How did he get out alive? As far as I know, the lunatics don't let anyone go. Alive. Ha ha ha. What old strange. Interested, huh? I knew I could intrigue you, and about your question, you're right, they didn't let you go before. But when you watch this tape, you'll think, just like me, they'd better kill him. What did they do to a man there? I thought. And he said the following out loud. How much? 5,000 euros in cash. In our place. Today at noon. And not a minute later. And not a minute later. Stephen said and hung up the phone. Usually asshole, I said finally and pulled the SM card out of my mobile. And then I broke it in half so that no secret service could track my location. At noon of the same day, I arrived at the meeting point. I won't tell you where she is, but I got the recording. Along with it was an explanatory note, which briefly indicated the date of the man who was abducted. And then completely released by the aliens. No one knows why they let him go, even, as it turns out, himself. The note read as follows. A man of 30 years old, dark-haired, height 1 meter 80. The weight is 60 kilograms. His name is Orlando. According to him, he was walking from the Earl's pub bar in the direction of his house. And then, I saw a strange object in the sky that glowed turquoise. The object itself flew past Orlando's house. The man reached his home. He opened the door with the keys and then, according to his own words, lost consciousness. And I found myself in another place. I decided to turn on the recording of the interrogation. The explanation only increased my appetite, but the appearance of the interrogated man almost made me vomit. There was a deep scar on his left eye. The eye itself was not visible. The lobe of his right ear was completely missing. Her hair looked burnt, as if some sloppy child had decided to play with matches. It was obvious from the man's face that despite the treatment with antiseptic agents and ointments, he was in agony from pain. It was noticeable by the way he periodically grimaced and tried to scratch his face, but immediately pulled himself back. Perhaps the scapulities gave him an annoying pain. Mr. Orlando, did you see a UFO? What is it? Asked the man behind the camera, who has a gruff, but at the same time endearing voice. Mr. Orlando himself was sitting at a wooden table. He wasn't handcuffed. 
the bare walls behind as well as a small lattice window in the upper left corner of the room. None of this hinted at a friendly atmosphere. Something. Somewhere. Somehow. I'm tired. When can I go home to my wife? At the same time, when you tell me everything. In all the details, the unknown man continued calmly. I will try to help you. And yes, if you suddenly feel sick again, please tell me. I'll call a professional military medic. I don't remember much. I think I was having a drink with friends at Earl's pub. And then, I may have headed home. Yes, you told me that five minutes ago. But do you remember who disfigured you? Instead of answering, Orlando asked a counter question. And who are you? He am sorry, I couldn't resist. I thought this joke would make me laugh. Did you succeed? The voice of the man behind the scenes did not even waver from the mockery. No, it just got worse for me. Damn, it hurts my face. The last time I felt like this was when the man broke off. When, what? The interlocutor continued. When I got drunk with my father and we beat each other up because he insulted my wife. Here, I remember, I was walking home. My wife and I were just planning to celebrate our 10th anniversary. And then, Orlando intertwined his thin and skinny fingers and he replied in an undertone. You know your questions are starting to help me remember. But I probably wish I was dead. Tell me, can you guarantee the safety of me and my loved ones? You can be sure that the state will protect you. Heh. Orlando grinned, the state, speak up. This is unlikely. But your voice calms me down and makes me feel good. Although I partly understand that this is your job, the man nodded somewhere to the left. You're sitting here, interrogating all sorts of people, aren't you? There was no response. The man leaned back in his chair, and then he said, I was kidnapped. Boo. It was heard that the interrogator leaned forward a little. Aliens. But you won't believe me. Let's believe it. Have you been on their ship? The interrogator asked with interest. I was. And these are not the pavilions that our incredibly beautiful Hollywood invented. This place is much darker. And the aliens are not as cute as they show us on TV. These individuals, they look like us, like humans. But there is a significant difference. And what is it, Mr. Orlando? Their eyes are quite human, except there's a third eye on the forehead, and the in turn is already different. It looks like a black dot. But subconsciously, when I looked at her, at this blackness, I realized that this very blackness was looking back at me. And this is not a fucking metaphor. The man's voice trembled, either from pain or fear. They introduced themselves as Centauruses, Orlando continued. They spoke in pure English as if they were lords from somewhere in the ancient hinterland of England. Their voices vibrated a little. When I remember it gives me the creeps. What do they want from you? You're just a hard worker from a cement factory if I'm not mistaken, the interrogator asked. The sound of pages being flipped was heard on the video. Apparently this was a personal matter for Mr. Orlando. I also asked myself about it. Why would they need me? And how did they even know where I live? And I even asked them about it. And then, the man grimaced violently. It looked like he was remembering something very traumatic for him. Then they cut off my left earlobe, as punishment for asking questions. You know, I always thought that I would survive any torture. My father used to beat me up a lot when I was a kid, and I got used to being beaten by him. But here, I'm sorry, I don't want to go into details, I'm getting sick. Anyway, if I had my way, I wouldn't talk about it with you. I understand. But we need you to talk to us, Orlando. With me, here now. The lives of many people depend on it. Huh, a lot of people, right? For example, who's? Didn't you guarantee that you would protect everyone? Alas, it is impossible to save everyone. 
And this is a well-known fact, but we are not talking about philosophy now. In your case, I'm talking about your beloved wife. I think her name is Anna, isn't it? Anetta. Mr. Orlando corrected the interrogator in a sad voice. It wasn't a dream after all, was it? Do they have it? I'm afraid so. At least, where the patrol car found you, your spouse wasn't around. Before the interrogator could finish, Orlando slammed his fist on the table. And then he grabbed it with his left hand and winced in pain. Damn, it hurts, bastards. If I could, I would find and cut these bastards myself as they cut me, Anetta. My god, my Anetta. I'm even afraid to think what they might have done to her. And what did they do to you? Try to remember Orlando. Your memory is the key to saving Anetta. The interrogator began to put more pressure on the person opposite. And this, perhaps, has its effectiveness. Yes, yes, you're right. I'm sorry, my head is splitting when I try to remember. These monsters, that is, the Centauruses, they asked me about my work. About the job? Yes, yes. They're very interested in the structure of concrete, which we use everywhere for our construction. Is there something wrong with them? That's right, that everything is fine. Concrete like concrete. Orlando exclaimed nervously. I'm sorry. I'm worried about my wife. Please find her, I beg you. I love her very much and I don't want those bastards to do anything to her. The interrogator placed a disposable plastic cup in front of Orlando, and then he poured water from a bottle into it. We are doing our best. The more details are needed. What did their ship look like from the inside? I'm sorry, I can't tell you. It was dim and everything was glowing with something green. Something was beeping, apparently some kind of devices, I don't know. I don't understand this. The man started screaming again. And then he grabbed a cup and started drinking. But then he poured the rest of the contents over his face. Apparently, this calmed him down a bit. There was silence in the frame. Mr. Orlando stared into the empty cup for a long time. His lips moved periodically. It was as if he was talking to someone. They cut off my finger for asking them about my spouse. It seems they kidnapped us together. I don't know. Some fragments pop up in my head, but my head starts to hurt very much. And the scar. Where did you get it from? The interrogator asked. A scar? Orlando asked and began to feel his face. When his fingers touched the left side and traced the surgically precise incision to the eye, he froze. That's right, the scar. Now it's clear why I can't see with my left eye. It just doesn't exist. Ha ha, ah ha ha ha. Orlando began to laugh hysterically. His interlocutor did not react in any way, and he didn't even try to call a doctor to inject some kind of sedative. It took off five minutes before Mr. Orlando calmed down. And when he stopped laughing, he continued, I'm sorry. I think I now understand those war veterans who went through hell and flames in their hot spots. Don't worry. It's easy for you to say, you weren't on that ship with me. You didn't see how something iron was injected into your wife's vagina. And it wasn't you who got a scar like mine, thereby losing an eye. Although I had every right to shout and fuck off those bastards who started bullying my wife. And right in front of my eyes. Dear God, I wish they were dead. And you, along with your questions. And I, so as not to remember all these horrors and feel all my current physical and mental pain. Do you hear, all of you? Burn in hell, you bastards. Orlando began to shout. He abruptly got up from his chair, picked it up, and swung at his interlocutor. The interlocutor snatched something out and touched this something to the man's leg. There was a crash, and the man fell to the ground. The object is immobilized. The interrogation is over. We need to find Anetta. Launch all satellites, all tracking systems. 
Look for her all over the country. Perhaps she is still alive, the interrogator said in the same calm and unwavering voice, and turned off the recording. As you can see, dear viewers of my channel, it's not that simple. First the mysterious puddle from Area 51, then the squillings. Now there are some centauruses. I'm sorry to take off your rose-colored glasses, but I still believe that people should know the truth. 